G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of the Inner City Hermit Podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you watch or listen to your podcast and subscribe to it there or go over to social media, Instagram, Facebook at Inner City Hermit and you can keep up to date with everything that's going on uh, down my way and uh, what I'm doing and uh, yeah, so good, good stuff, excellent, there you go, I'm my own sponsor, how good is that? Today, my guest today guys and girls is... Matt Hardigan and Matt Lodge. Now, Matt Hardigan is a uh, rugby development specialist. He works with uh, a whole range of ages as well as working uh, sometimes with the Broncos as well. Uh, but he's come on to chat about his business, which is 3P Performance, which focuses on development of uh, young rugby league players. And uh, he also brought Matt Lodge on. Now, Matt Lodge uh, has obviously had uh, a little bit of a, a troublesome sort of career in terms of playing rugby league and uh, we do touch a little bit on that but mainly he came on to talk about his new uh, business venture which is Get Work and Get Work is an app that allows uh, employers to find employees for random odd jobs or random odd days of work and um, the stuff that he sort of does around Get Work is fantastic and and really works with uh, getting people employed and which is I think is really important especially around uh, COVID and all that sort of stuff so it was an unreal chat apologies for the audio around 15 minutes it cuts out for about a minute and you get the camera audio but you know sometimes it'd be like that so uh without further ado matt lodge and matt hardigan welcome G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of the Inner City Hermit. I've got two very, very, very <laughs> special guests uh, today, Matt Hardigan and uh, Matt Lodge. How are we doing boys? Yeah, man. Thanks so much for coming on. I can just get you to push that one close to you. There you go, perfect. I know. It'll, and another thing I probably should have told you beforehand, don't tap the table because it goes fucking boom, straight up, <laughs> straight up to the microphones. You just hear cha-ching, cha-ching. Um, but uh, yeah, boys, uh, Hardigan, we've been talking about doing this obviously because we're work colleagues yep. uh we work together at uh, marsden state high school which is awesome best excellence uh program in the country um but we've been talking about doing this because you have just sort of unveiled your sort of i, I wouldn't even say it's sort of a side hustle it's more of like a a big hustle <laughs> uh sort of like a, a so it's 3P performance, so specialising mainly in um, development of young rugby league players. Yeah, so it's uh, it's targeting uh, 13 to 16 year olds. Yeah, and it's just pretty much just tapping into what I've been doing for the last 10 years. So. Yeah, it's it's awesome that you've sort of built. Um, you know, obviously doing a lot of work with the program at school, but you've built sort of this external program too that's going to not only benefit, I guess, players from our school, but also players from just around the state as well. Yeah, so I think we went live maybe two weeks ago. It's already One of the groups is already full, and it's got a combination of kids all across the Gold Coast, and there's actually two kids coming from Sunshine Coast as well. So, that's wild. Yeah, so crazy. are you basing it out of anywhere specifically? Yeah, it's going to be Southport. Oh, right, Southport? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we went and had a look at the facility the other day, and they've got a swimming pool, so they'll do recovery at the end of every session, and... Massive field space, gym. So pretty much be essentially like the kids are in a professional organisation. They'll do exactly what they would do if they were in the Broncos or the Titans or the Roosters or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for those kids that don't normally make it. That's awesome. So, and I, I think one thing that I like really like about the program and everything sort of that you're doing is you've got a heavy like education focus mm -hmm. as well, doing a lot of stuff on like leadership and stuff like that. Do you feel like that's something that is, I guess just as or if not more important yeah, than the actually league itself yeah and i think having seen it now across not only my time at blacktown but also at mars and mindset and ability to lead obviously contributes heavily to them going on and fulfilling not only professional rugby league but also whatever else they want to attack and i thought um getting madam was a good example of that because he's really uh focused on his life yeah alongside football and life after football yeah definitely i was just gonna say so matt like uh hardigan hit me up yesterday and said <laughs> you were keen to come on and i was just fucking like yes a hundred percent yes because um you know i was just about to so, sort of switch over to your end you sort of look at i was having a look at the get work sort of system that you've got running alongside i guess footy i guess footy on on the hold at the moment with the acl yeah. injury um what's the sort of focus around get work oh so it's probably a good time with the COVID stuff coming up but probably started about a year ago had the idea that uh 
you know, say I was a um, tradesman or something or I had a crew of three working and just some days you, you get a bit of demand or workload and you need an extra set of hands. But businesses at the moment, I guess, don't want to employ someone and full time and have the stress of that. So you can kind of jump on this app and swipe through like tinder of local workers that's, just, that's such <laughs> a good concept you just bring them in for a one-off day's work and then kind of never see them again so yeah, that's that and making mention of like the fact around covid especially now with it, the likelihoods of getting permanent work at the moment as a tradesman is super difficult i know a couple of my mates are sort of grabbing work wherever they can because they're not 100 percent sure if there's going to be like work yeah. coming up so having that sort of idea of you can just search around, pick and choose. I guess like, like you said, the Tinder is yeah, really, it, it gives people a lot more, I guess, freedom and, and opportunity to get that easy work too. Yeah. Well, I've done a bit of a soft like marketing and release and I've got like good interest, especially in hospitality industry and cleaning and that because like, for example, you're at a cafe and Monday to Friday, you know, you're not awfully busy and there's two people running it, but Saturday morning it's, it's pumping and you need an extra set of hands it's sometimes hard to just put a work on for Saturday. So you can jump on the day before, you know, swipe through, find their contact number and, and bring them in for that Saturday for four hours. And, and yeah. I stayed out of the payment side. So, you know, yeah. they can pay however they want. <laughs> and it's all written in the rules and regulations that they have to follow. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's such a good concept. So did you develop sort of the get work idea when you were actually still like playing like footy? Yeah, I, had the, I was actually out of the game and I was like on the end of a shovel and, we um used to call labor hire company sometimes and, yeah. and you know commit to getting one of their workers and it's 250 dollars a day or whatever it was and they'd come out and they'd just be a dud you know? yeah so, oh man i can i before teaching i was a laborer and i worked for a company called sun state i don't think they exist anymore that's why i'm sort of <laughs> naming them You're but uh, the mate i tell you some of the blokes that because I, I you get paired off with someone and i tell you what some of the people i got paired off with i was like holy shit yeah, like so, you know what i mean like it's a good thing as well on the app they um there's a star rating from previous jobs you've done. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, I guess an Uber driver, they get rated. So if I'm the boss and I'm having a look at it and they got, you know, four out of five stars and the price is right, then, you know, yeah. you get to see what they look like, which is a weird thing to say, but most yeah. people want to know who's coming to work for them. I think oh, also if, if you're an international or, or someone, like you, you, you want to get a good rating because you want to get a job the next day too. yeah exactly so you get I guess the idea of that like star rating is such a good like you know I had an Uber driver yesterday we were actually talking about the whole star rating system and then I asked him I was like how do you feel like working on like a rating system and he he was really like yeah I love it because it means the work that I put in gets it's like a representation of myself and I thought about that and I was like that that's such a like a really powerful thing that you're not only working for like money but you're working for that reputation of and in that way, it pays off mm. in that like, sweet, well, if you're good, if you're rated five star, you get to come back to, to work tomorrow or go somewhere else. Yeah. Have you ever seen that Rate My Teacher app? Dude, no. <laughs> oh, no, I, have. I did, I did. Yeah, I, I got to start on there a couple of times. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate, I would hate to see mine. What'd you get? What'd you get? <laughs> uh, a couple of good ratings. Oh, that's good. I, I, man, should, I think I might have done them myself. I should have, well, yeah. About, yeah. <laughs> about footy coaching, I'm teaching. Yeah, yeah Harding's a great coach. Terrible teacher. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome. I'm, and I, I'm really glad you sort of got um, got in contact with Matt to come on as well because mm. I was, you know, thinking about it. They're very like, you know, you look at obviously like the the training side of things, but also like that leadership side. And then Matt, you're also looking at that like ability to work as well. I think it's so important for especially, and it's it's I guess you know Matt, you'd be probably be able to comment on this as well. Like when you're a young sort of player, like how much emphasis is put on I mean, when you were coming through, how much emphasis was put on, like, you need to have a viable career option as well? Like, Yeah, I think a lot of people let themselves down there because mm. um, you definitely need one. Like, I don't even think the average NRL career lasts that long. Mm. And um, under 50 30, games 30 or something, games? Eh? Yeah. 40 games That's or something wild, like that, which man. is nothing. So, yeah. you know, majority of people don't do the the uni and stuff like that. I was lucky enough, you know, I had the, that little incident earlier in my career and that kind of spurred me on to, to start uni. I've got two units left or something. So Yeah, that's awesome. So you're studying business? Yeah, studying moment. business, nearly done that. But yeah, there's definitely um, 
there's definitely a facilities there to do it. They, you know, they pay for your education. They employ people like, like Hardy to help you do it. But yeah. I guess when you're, you know, 19 or 20 or something, you just got tunnel vision of playing football. Oh, definitely, man. And I think oh, we've all been there. If you if you play sport mm. in any facet, like whether you play tennis, rugby, yeah. soccer, whatever, that that is always the goal. Like, 100%. you know, my my parents, you know, when I was playing, like I played sort of at a, at a higher level, but obviously it was getting to the point where I was like you know like is there, am I really going to go to the next level and my, my, I'm just lucky that my parents sort of even though I didn't really want to they pushed me on that education so mm. what's your backup plan what's your backup plan which is one thing I think we're doing well with and I mean overall excellence programs we're doing it pretty mm. well and you know I guess even in the business that you've sort of started like that emphasis on you know can you get a job not you don't have to just be a footy player to be involved in the game like there's so many different avenues whether it's like sports science or Mm. even business and marketing like you you, there's always avenues that you can go down that you're still affiliated with the game definitely i think that's what i found myself i found myself i'd had i'd had a very similar business in sydney that went really well um but for it to go to the next level i probably had to leave teaching i was just loving teaching too much but i got to the stage at broncos where i was telling the players you know, do this, do this, do this. And then I was like, okay, it's going to be more powerful if I do it. So like pretty much me telling them spurred me on to start something because I, I knew that if I've got something there that they can look at and see, like I've pretty much done it from start and I've just documented everything from creating a domain through to setting up a company. <clears throat> I just felt like it'd be so much more powerful for them. Yeah, to sort of have that like behind you as yeah, well like saying, this, hey, I did this. Yeah, and I think well. like I try and teach them about leveraging off the, the now yeah, like they've got so much power right now. Um, so for me, if I, I can then go, okay, this is how you leverage. This is what I've done. I just know it'll be a lot more powerful than me saying it. Like, I reckon they get a lot of people telling them what to do without who haven't actually got the the proof or the yeah, examples to like, show them. It's you like you don't really have that. Like you, you need that sort of backing behind you. Like I said, like to say, hey, you should do this, yeah. and you know why I know this because I did yeah. this. And like, it's like this when you're teaching the best teachers can give the best examples like if you're trying to teach someone how to run fast and you can't run fast it's sort of like he's not gonna learn how to run exactly fast. right yeah yeah um so for me it was like okay and it was COVID that kicked it into gear because obviously i went from being full-time broncos to then all the staff being on leave without pay um to then still i, kept, I still kept doing all the education for the nrl boys and, and working closely with matt and the likes and i thought no, now is now is the perfect time to to show them rather than just tell them what to do. Yeah, definitely. And I think now at the moment is such like with people like you know I, even just basing it off like just basic media stuff with what like Connor Watson, Kalen Ponga, even down to like Chico and Ice, and there's so many different mm. avenues that they can build off a simple like Instagram following. Like, Jordi Carr, who's a good example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have like you know a smaller, not not even a huge following, but even utilizing that following to start something even bigger is something that I don't think a lot of players are aware that they Mm. can do. Like, you know, they're they're not really aware of like, hey, you know, you can start a PT business with your personal Instagram following. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really crazy. The power of the following. Dude, the power of the following. And and (laughs) I think it's good too because I think you're giving, you know, with a lot of players coming through with a lot of side hustles while playing the game, like yourself included, Matt, it's like for the younger generation coming through, it's not just like footy, footy, I'm mm. a footballer and that's all I am. Yeah. Like they're going to be finishing up their careers and having like, hey, I've got a full life after footy. Like yeah, I've got a full career. And I think yeah. that's that's super important. refreshing when things go bad too. You know? Yeah. And, you know, like... Probably society doesn't see it too. Like obviously I've... Just two examples. Had to proofread a bit of Brady Croft's exercise fears and then Alex Glenn's doing his certificates mm. like they're actually working really hard off the field yeah and that's that's something that and it annoys me that that's not publicised enough mm. you know what I mean and that's every facet of sport not just rugby good but the good stuff doesn't sell and that's it man and that's and like you know Matt you, you can you've experienced a whole lot of that you know what I mean like and to come out the other side and have you do what you do like getting people who need work work like it, it sucks that there's not an emphasis on that. Like, there's no mm. newspaper articles about that. Like, that's what pisses me off about the media. And that's sort of, like, why platforms, even just, like, podcasts, are so important. Because, mm. like, I personally think that the media don't really help any of these situations. They always put fuel to the fire and, like, you know, they need clicks, which is a, a shame, really. Mm. Yeah, so... But, no, I, I, really, I really love the idea of, like, pushing players to think outside the box as well with like business ideas I think, well. you, I think you learn so much like 
the app my app will launch in a few weeks and if it takes off then you probably won't see me on a footy field again but yeah <laughs> no. so but, the other example is too everything that he's learned in footy and sport translates into business like yeah, it's, it's definitely. just from teamwork to being organized yeah. to like putting in steps in place for this release to your marketing so much of it comes back to sport yeah how much how much of this sort of did you learn on like obviously going through uni and learning a lot through that how much of it was just learnt through you sort of doing your own research yeah. doing a couple of things like that I, I, I honestly genuinely think that you know whether it was me having a crack at this or someone making a clothing clothing brand or you know having a crack at your own personal business is the only way to get the experience and knowledge that I've learned more from this process than my whole kind of uni degree if that makes sense you know like definitely I think that's so the same. It's like that moment when you walk in a classroom the first time. I was just You've done four years uni. Yeah. You walk in for the first time on your own. You stand at the front and you turn and there's 30 kids that want to hear what you've got to say. And they're looking like, at you like, you should know what you're doing. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. That was the moment. And then obviously you get you walk to the next 70 minute class and you're like, it's already over that moment. But that first one is always so daunting. I think it's the same yeah. with... Yeah. Especially when you do it yourself, you know, you don't even know some of the things. Like I was just saying, I've got to create an Apple developer account and get this and that and then talk to your accountant and you know create this business and this and it's yeah just, it's, you just learn so much on the go that you know. yeah definitely do you feel like you know with having a footy career do you find it very hard to sort of break out of that stereotype of i'm not a footballer anymore like i'm a i'm a business owner do you find yeah that- I, I honestly think um of a you know my kind of motto is that unless i'm 100 like footy's my main job and i'm employed to that so I need to be fully focused on playing before I kind of use any of that to benefit my second business, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. So I need to be doing my job there and focused there. Like I was having a, when I was coming back from injury and we weren't going well, I'd kind of switched off from the business thing a bit and just put on all my energy in that. Yeah. But, so I guess it's hard in that way. You don't want to be playing like a bum and then advertising yeah, stuff through exactly. your thing. And, so. and you know, that, that, that comes with a lot of heat too. Like how did you find, you know, when the Bronx started sort of going through a, a little bit of a, I, I guess it was, it was a, a weird time for everyone in terms of like COVID was just sort of coming to the surface of the severity of it. And there was talks of like, obviously um, how the season was going to look and then the injury happened. How much of those sort of things sort of affected the way you looked at business? Like I could imagine like it could, would have been overwhelming for you. Like how was it kind of keeping the business sort of up as well as that? Yeah, it was well. So this one, this one hasn't actually like launched yet. It was more just we've been going through the process of design. Yeah, and yeah. That's taken like a year, like all yeah. the steps to make the app, like send it in, test it, blah blah blah, all that. So it kind of slowed down a little bit through that because yeah. I kind of took my foot off the throttle and didn't didn't stay on top of it. Maybe just for a month, so it probably got delayed a few weeks. But it's definitely stages when you know you come home from a game and you got beat by fifty that you don't, you know, you don't feel like getting uni out or this and doing yeah, anything yeah. like that. It's pretty pretty tough but at the same time it's a good way to go home and start doing this and get your head out of the, the yeah i was gonna say it's, a bit of it's definitely yeah. yeah i was gonna say it's definitely great to, that you had that like extra thing where it, if it wasn't going well you're like okay like okay that's sweet let's keep that there but yeah. i've got this now like this is what i'm focusing yeah. on now this is gonna and then i guess when you get back to the other you feel sort of quite refreshed mm. um matt how do you do you ever feel as though because um, obviously business and work is very, very similar at the moment. Do you feel like sometimes, you know, you finish up at work, you're like, oh, like I've coached all day. Now I got to go to my other business, which is coaching as well. Like how are you sort of balancing yeah, those nice. out? Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I have yeah. to love it. I though. think they also say there's like a disease. I think I've got the rugby league disease. But also like I, like I genuinely love those little wins you have with coaching. And I think, yeah. that's, I think when I went full-time with the Bronx, that's what I was missing, that day-to-day growth that you see in kids yeah um so for me like yeah it's just like it's the i really get a sense of enthusiasm coaching so there's no real flat spot yeah was it uh when you went to the broncos was it a lot more sort of office-based stuff or yeah it was, it was obviously two prongs so i was obviously helping nrl boys with their education yeah um, so as matt said they all get a, an allowance and they've got a they've got that allowance for that year they've got to use it in their year so and that's all for education yeah see once again i had no idea about that so yeah. like, so the broncos are a bit of a pioneer in that sense yeah, they, that's they're, awesome they're, they're probably the best in the nrl um, yeah. from all reports that in promoting and and encouraging the players to use that allowance um so there was that element then there was recruitment so re- recruiting obviously the next matt lodge through um through the juniors yeah um Did but you find anyone as big as him <laughs> <laughs> there's a few coming through oh no um, 
But yeah, just sort of miss that coaching element, yeah. which I know that will now come through uh, 3P. Yeah, you know Hardy was my teacher as well. Like, really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, well, family friends, and then he ended up teaching me. And um, yeah, true. I remember I was on prac. Me off the rails. I remember I was on prac, and we had uh, Matt Moylan, who's another family friend. Yeah, yeah. I was teaching him, and then I had to teach Matt, and then carried him. Had a sore back, got some physio. <laughs> then <laughs> how how was now, that? We, we, how, he was how was, so this he, is so here's a bit of a fun fact. This yeah, is go a, for it. In a city hermit exclusive. Oh, how good! He was. Uh, Top three in advanced English. Really? Yeah. In maths, he was really smart. I come to that school and up here and (laughs) just just, just went down. Yeah, he. It's uh, because Harding was a teacher. But again, there's a a correlation there between obviously he was really good at school in in terms of probably not the best student, but Mm. the results, the the academic results have now translated into him doing uni and credit and app. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know, as obviously Matt's teacher when when you saw Matt as, as like a high school kid did you ever expect obviously like the business side of things to come out of like you know because I knew you had the brain yeah we work with kids every day and we sort of see them and it's like that guy there is going to be like the next doctor or that guy there is going to yeah. own a business yeah. one day was there ever... I think I think at first like you think you obviously think every kid's going to make NRL when you first start teaching you're like this kid, of course this kid and then obviously now like 10 plus years in, you sort of start to get a gauge on how important, you know, how professional they are, how they apply themselves in class. Like at first, I think it's it's like, oh yeah, I think you'll still make it though. But it's like now, now it's like they have to be good in class. Yeah, yeah. They have to be methodical with their preparation. And obviously with Matt, he was really smart. So like, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, obviously his brother-in-law now is Sean O'Sullivan, who played last night. He's another one who's studying, like he's going to be successful no matter what. Yeah. Footy's just... At the moment, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, we were at Patricia Mars Blacktown, so there was, it was such a strong rugby league school like Marsden. Yeah, I got, I got a couple of teachers to go back and see. There's always <laughs> a one or two teachers say, "You're not going to play NRL, mate. Do, yeah. do your work." Which and is it, true for yeah, Marsden. And, and I remember arriving at Marsden and I saw Tessie, and I seen his how hard he worked. I was like, "He's he, a work. He's going to make it." I haven't yeah. seen. I I honestly like, and I think having him still come through to the kids like. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, look what he's doing. Like, look what he's doing. At at any point, do you does he, do you see him lose focus? Yeah. And like, some of the kids are sort of like, yeah, fuck. Like, I remember the cleaners were blowing up at me one morning, saying uh, that they got scared that there was a kid sleeping there at like four o'clock in the morning, and it was Tessie. Was he actually sleeping? Yeah, there? he was sleeping. Like, no, so he got dropped off that early, super early, because he lived at an Anala. So it was yeah. either get dropped off early or make the massive trek from an Isla. Far out, man. So like, he was asleep. So I said to the cleaner, nah, it's all good, it's Tessie. Yeah, that's that's the difference, you know. Like, I, I look at a lot of, you know, players that are great. And then, you know, I, I think 18, get, getting to that 18, 19, that's such a hard age trip because the level of distractions or the amount of distractions mm. then just skyrockets. Oh, big time. You know what I mean? And it's like... Typically the ones that get on, like, that, that choose the alcohol party scene. Yeah. Like, pretty much put a line through them. Yeah, essentially, and yeah, it does like. I can call back sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but you look at the yeah. Penrith left edge at the moment. Like that's pretty much Blacktown. Like that's our old school edge. Yeah. That's Jerome Luai, uh, Christian Crichton, uh, Brett Naden. Yeah, and like you can tell that like they're a team that's playing for each other Crichton. just because they've been together for so long. Yeah. Crichton's exploded. I was coaching against him in club footy three years ago. I used to coach like a seventeens team or sixteens team. We used to verse him. Now he's bloody top of the table. Can't Unbelievable. Run. That's wild, man. It's it's nuts how, like, you see, like, the whole process. Does you see the whole journey as mm. well? And, like, it is sort of like a long game when you think about it. You're like, you know, especially with young players too. It's like, well, are you still going to be here in six years' time? Like, yeah. what's, what's, you know, looking towards that? I think um, that's the exciting thing, though, about in the position we're in. Oh, definitely, Like, man. obviously Marsden, but also 3P. Like, these are the things you need to do. That These are the non-negotiables. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to give yourself an even a slim chance. Yeah, so with three P, when you're when you're sort of because you're advertising now for like the elite preseason. Yeah, what does the elite preseason look like for young players coming in? So what's what sort of so essentially it'll go for twelve weeks. Um, there'll be a pre testing, and then a post testing, and hopefully through that, like I'm really confident that you'll see improvement. Obviously, um, so that'll be not only athletic development around you know strength. Uh, cardio that'll be right through to how they pass um, how they move so we'll, we'll video all that and then essentially at the, at the end they'll get a little report on how they've improved and what they've improved on but then also 
knowing that 12 weeks is only a small period, yeah. what are the other tools that they need, they need to strengthen? Um, but basically, they'll, they'll arrive, they'll, they'll do movement prep, then they'll go into a bit of a system where they'll get some gym, some speed and some field. And then each week, I'm going to try and get a special guest that brings a different element. So I've spoken to Matt Guyer, Sean O'Sullivan, Matt Lodge, just try and give them as many yeah. different voices and um, what they'll learn off one person, someone else can give. Like Every coach has got something to offer. So it's just about finding the right people that by the end of the 12 weeks, this kid is is not only a better person, but a better player for being in 3P and it sets up their 2021 basically. Yeah, that's that's so awesome getting, um, like definitely getting people in like Matt. So do you see yourself sort of hanging around as sort of like a mentor in these sort of like with, Hardigan, yeah, I'll, I will help him out. Like, yeah. I still call him about some of my footy stuff. So yeah. I think, um, you know, twelve to or 13, fourteen to sixteen is a pretty. They're getting a pretty good package for that age. Yeah, There's nothing around awesome. like that when I was there. So, um, yeah, especially if you don't, you know, get into a full time contract or something when yeah. you're sixteen. Like to be able to go to something like that's pretty pretty unreal. And he pulls a few strings, a big fella. <laughs> and often you forget, like. Does it say say you're a kid coming through? If you're yeah. if you're at Newstead Soccer Club, and you only have that one coach all the way through, like it's tough, man. You it's don't know what you've missed out on, exactly, yeah. or what you've gained. Yeah, definitely. But it's about giving, like, if a kid's genuinely got a passion for it, and I think the three P's obviously purpose. You know, what's your why? Do you genuinely want to have a crack at this? But not only that, like, hopefully, I can teach them skills they can use for their whole life. How hard are you willing to practice? And yeah. then if you've got the persistence to match those two things, then you every chance that you'll see improvement yeah well you know you touched on it um not long ago about how like you know teaching them you learn so much in, in football or in sport itself that you can actually apply to you know work or something like that like are you on time to training those mm. things like you know i guess for both of you like you could ob- like obviously you played at a high level matt played at a high level like do you automatically see those things like that you learn in football and you see as you're doing business now, you're saying like, oh, like I learned to be sort of disciplined in this because I did training here or like, I mean, talking to Desi, like the amount of stuff that Desi's learned that he applies to just teaching that he has learned through footy mm-hmm. is insane. Like, do you sort of feel that as well, especially like Matt starting the business? Do you, can you sort of see those things aligning? Like even in like work ethic and stuff like that? Yeah, I think like, especially kids that, you know, that program will have the same sort of thing. But if they go through a semi-professional kind of thing, I guess like those kids will never, you know, ever hire a personal trainer or stuff like that just because they learn all that stuff on the yeah. run. Like not many 14-year-olds besides going to that or, you know, the Broncos, they're not going to come in for movement sessions and strength and conditioning. Mm. And so they learn little yeah. things that's going to help them their whole You've got a couple of diehard blues here. And I, I genuinely believe that Obviously, you had, you had a massive run of Dynasty with Smith, Cronk, Slater, yeah, yeah. but I think we're about to do something similar. I but think, I, I truly believe that as well, but, like, as a Queenslander as well. Yeah. I'm like, just, it, it, it does, I like, I don't know what it is. I think we put we put so much emphasis on like those golden players, but like, it's, I don't know, like, yeah. But that was, this, alongside of the players spurring me on to give an example, it was also the fact that in Queensland, so many kids don't get the pathway. Mm-hmm. Because there's only two. Yeah. In Sydney, if you miss out on Penrith, you go to you go to Tigers. That's so If you miss true, out on yeah. Tigers, you go to Cronulla. North. If you miss out on Cronulla, you go to North. If you miss out on yeah. North, you go to Roosters. So there's so many pathways. And yet in Queensland, it's just one of those things where there's two teams. Yeah. So if you're not in those 20 kids on either end, yeah. you're not getting that pathway. So that that was essentially that's the the, the bridge so that I hope to. So many good players come out of there too that don't make it. At, 16 yeah like they just and you know yourself like if you miss out on a team you're working your butt off to get in a team yeah exactly so it's like if a kid misses out from 13, 14, 15 how often do you see it Matt where they just suddenly pop hey, out of the ground because they're more oh. hungry because they've been mate there's there's, made plenty to work of them. there's there's so many of them in, in every sport like I know for example like Dylan Wenzelhall that plays for the Raw man like sort of had like a I'm not like I don't really know him personally or anything like that but Laid under the radar, under the radar, exploded at Western Pride, scored like a ridiculous amount of goals, and then pathway straight into the raw. But like that wasn't given to him from yeah. 15, 16. That yeah. was like. And see, so ask him what it felt like to miss all the teams. Oh, like he man. would have just been grinding while everyone else was sort of just yeah. swimming in their own yeah. And Well, Desi, Desi's story is like one of the, like my favorite NRL stories, man. Like yeah. debuting at, you know, 30 or whatever age it was, and like he literally got into his car and just broke down. He was like, all this work, all this time. 
Who would have thought the inner city Herbert, uh, Hermit would have the oldest debutant? Oh, mate, oldest NRL <laughs> debutant. I wear that. Uh, I wear that. Yeah, He's a legend. Exactly. But like, One of my best recruits to Marsden. Oh, mate, 100%. Just... Because he's a great bloke, he's great on the beers too. But also, like, um, he, um, th- th- I see him talk to the kids at school, and it's just like very much about that. Like, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. Yeah. Like, but what are you going to do today? Yeah, that sorry. in How a year, is he? two years, man. He's he literally. I saw him in the staff room. At, it was a can't remember what day it was, but I just looked down. I was like, mate, are you okay? He's like, mate. I'm so broken because he was just out on the oval, like training, training, yeah. training. He was like there at six, didn't go home till like five. Like it, it's, it's awesome. Like having, how lucky this, are those kids? I mean, a hundred percent. Like it's, it's awesome. And like, you know, even down to like just different role models in that sense, like you got Desi doing like, you know, it's okay not to debut tomorrow. And then, you know, with all the players you're getting in, like, I think you're just creating a foundation for the kids that's, like if they're in the right mindset, they follow the right things. Like they're they're going to be successful, whether it be on the field, off exactly. the field, anywhere. Like, and I think that's that's what the kids need to realize is like, you know, footy's amazing, and Matt, like you're an example of this. Footy's great, whatever, but you can build so much more mm. out of it as well. You know yeah, exactly. I mean? And we often talk about that. We there's a there's two circles we often draw, and we talk about identity, who they are with their family their friends, their hobbies, that's one part. Then there's rugby league and, you know, when we're talking about rugby league, obviously we're trying to work on it there, but there's so much more to you than rugby league as well. Yeah, definitely. Desi's good for that because, like, if he, you know, he plays NRL, but he's a teacher as well. So, yeah. you know, mm. if, if he's he perfect. He's killing that. Yeah. Imagine you're 30 and didn't have a yeah, stable, good quality job. Yeah. And, you know, got your game to and you're just scratching your head what to do. That's yeah. why it's important. Well, definitely. And, like, you know, you boys would probably see it as well. The fact that, you know, when players do retire, there is an element of depression Big after it because that's their identity, you know. And, you know, Matt, you're really lucky. And now that if footy is, if you're not going back to footy, whether it be like, you know, QRL or whatever, it's, that's not all your whole identity now. Like your new identity or like a, a new sort of upcoming identity is you in the business realm with get work. Like yeah. that's, that's wild when, you know, that's, like that feeling you talk about for you obviously you'd see your 12 kid go on to do electrician or yeah, if you yeah. played a role in that same for me like it, like I can't wait to see all these players go on to something that they want to do that obviously I've played that little minute role for 12 months with them to get there like it's yeah. going to be a good, really good feeling yeah where um, so if we're talking sort of like two three year plan where do you want to see 3P in the future where like what what oh, do you want what I, do you want out of it I probably just want to see examples of kids that yeah. go on to do things that they love obviously if we're going to talk about it as a genuine pathway then i want to create NRL players and for them to look back and go you know what 3p contributed yeah yeah um so that for me the goal will be yeah, how how we can transition the players not only just in footy but everything we've talked about yeah and you know i think the best thing about that is using examples that aren't just for footy yeah. like if you've got if you've got someone who goes on to be like a paramedic or something like that or any sort of job even a teacher like using them as an example too as yeah, if like hey this is what i got out of the program it wasn't just footy and 100%. i think that's awesome and matt with get work what where do you sort of see that going in in the, what's your sort of plan towards it plan for that is hopefully launch within sometime in the next month um i've already signed up a fair few people around brisbane probably close to like a thousand maybe that's got awesome, accounts because it's all free yeah that's so, so good it's man. not really hard to convince people the her- to the yeah the herb's got a job mate relax you don't need casualty now we don't do teaching yet i'm still working on peachy but as you said like with, with the get work like the power of at the moment covid has changed society so much but there's obviously areas where there is work yeah, oh, like, definitely. Like, man. Look at Woolies and the Nightfields. Yeah, the biggest one on there is going to be casual labouring, like, you know, obviously building sites and just whatever anyone needs yeah. done that kind of the, they don't want to do. Because I guess it's like they can't afford the year contract, but they can afford to pay the person yeah. day to day. Cleaning is massive. Yeah, even business, businesses now are like struggling big time. So this is allowing them, like I said, to Hospi- get that. Yeah, that hospitality's work. big, like heaps of kitchen hands and that. And mm. all cafes are looking for like one off baristas and, and just people to run coffees and that. When, so that's when's the launch date? Oh well, Apple's just got to approve it. It's been a long. You got to. I've submitted the app to them. It takes up to two weeks for them to. Oh really? Is it, it a black tie dinner or? I want to have. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> thinking more of a 
Harbour Cruise. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. That'd be nice, yeah, man. Nah, the, the that'd that'd be be oh, mate, I'll be there. Sure. <laughs> Might put a little, you know, a photo at the front yeah. door. If you come on the boat, you need to give me a shout out. It's all about the following. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, I want to put it on. So it's all free for the, the employer, employee, everyone just trying to boost the numbers through it. You yeah. know? I'm going to try and target Brisbane first before I take it, you know, to Sydney and that just because I've got a bit of help up here for some connection obviously see at the moment I probably can't advertise anything through the Broncos could we put something out about me app and they'd say start having a go on the yeah. field you know like <laughs> it's hard literally and, and like that's the thing about it is like you know it's, it is hard like having that sort of like there's because there are some diehards where if, if you I'd like you know god forbid you're setting yourself up for another life you <laughs> know like fuck you man you why is he be, doing on the field yeah like exactly you know like and that must be so like it's just another hurdle that you have to sort of jump over to get something positive off the ground, which is like... And there's so many people in that organisation that are just doing it tough because of the results. Yeah, man. It's yeah. Like they're working so hard, but yeah, everything anyway, falls back to the result. Exactly, plan, man. Two to two years, hopefully, like, I'll add a subscription for the workers. So say it's like a dollar a week. Yeah. You know, if there's, if I've got 5,000 people in Brisbane as workers and employers that that'd be the goal and then Sydney and then yeah that's awesome man so um going into sort of the development of the app I could imagine that was a very tedious pro- oh, process like how ex- yeah heaps of different examples hey yeah, yeah let us let us like what what was it like because I think a lot of people just assume like here's the app and it's up and I'm a millionaire oh. like what <laughs> yeah. how, how was the process so obviously first it's a risk like they don't yeah. they're not cheap to make so yeah. it's me sitting there I think I've got a good tax return a year ago or two and I was like you know what I've been thinking about this for three years and when I just have a crack at it why not you know and um yeah I actually got lucky there was I got a good company that you know I've heard so many stories about people getting apps developed their first company's bad they do 50 grand on that they didn't get what they want and then they go here and there like it's just I got real lucky I've got a good company straight away that's yeah, another thing people awesome. don't see the risk there is a in everything there's a massive like mate even getting clothes developed yeah, so like, many people have ideas but if you're gonna go you're willing to put you know 50 yeah. grand of your money into it or 20 grand or whatever it costs like you're like oh just yeah. doubt yourself for a second and don't do it next minute someone else has done it in a year and, and you're like fuck that was my idea around. you know what I mean like I think um like Ice put up a thing on his Instagram yesterday and it was like, yeah, you know that idea that you're thinking of right now? In a year's time, someone will have developed that and it's your idea. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, that's 100% true. Like you, you have to, I guess, and it's weighing up that risk mm-hmm. is, you know, I, I said to, because Kia obviously runs her own dietetics business and like some days she comes home and she's like, is it is it worth it? And I was like, well... If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. You know what I mean? So, no, that's that's awesome. So, now the process with Apple. So, what does the app... So, I sort of went on the website the other day and had a look at how you sign up there. What's the app going to do sort of or change out? How, how's the app going to actually work in terms of yeah, employees so that, and workers? Yeah, that was me. Um, so, that was like kind of the marketing. That was signing yeah. up people. It was just, to say, a, a Facebook marketing. That's what I found the most effective. Yeah. You know, are you looking for work might be the headline you are what's your name you know what do you want working and that and then that'll filter all through to me and i can go through them and set them up an automatic account for the day it launches yeah. so when it launches you know there'll be a thousand people on it as opposed to zero yeah so the last thing i'd want is someone getting on and like scrolling for work and there's just nothing yeah so, so far i like that's something i wouldn't have even thought of like you, you need literally all the data and everything on there before it even yeah. launches yeah, i which... get it from um you even got to pay for storage like, through, i do through amazon so most of yeah. them still through there but yeah, I'm pretty lucky. The company that's doing it for me is um, being pretty helpful and knowledgeable. So, you know, I went with them to them with an idea. You know, I think it was six weeks before that idea got put into a booklet of what it could possibly be. Yeah, that's awesome. Review that, like another six weeks to do this. Yeah. And I don't, God knows how they coded and that. But yeah, what, what's the company that you went through? Uh, it's called Cubisoft. They Cubisoft. just had an office in Milton and, and on the Gold Coast. I'm sure yeah. they, they outsource a lot of work to, you know, yeah. Russia or somewhere like that, but... At least there in Australia, overseeing. It. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and it's nice that they're close too. Like you yeah. can, they're they're in contact. I think the scariest thing for a lot of people, whether you're developing apps or clothing or even just like a, a simple brand, is like having to outsource to someone mm-hmm. and they don't see what you see in your head and trying to articulate yeah. it to them. When you get something back and you're like, 
I see what they were doing with that, <laughs> yeah. but like it's not so. You've got to be ruthless. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. You can't afford to like for it to be live and something like a glitch or something yeah. stops up. Like so crucial of people using that and it's not loading or yeah. You Especially now you get them made in Asia and, and India and that, but I didn't have the time to you know translate conversations and the language barrier and that. So yeah, and that, that's a big thing like time. Like it's it, it's valuable in mm. every sense. So like how how did you sort of find your sort of like you went through studies? So obviously you're close with the boys from studies and yeah. they sort of hit the nail on the head pretty well with the um, yeah, so jersey that, straight they, up. They came on board as a partner. Yeah, but I think like like what you touched on like I'm very particular in what I wanted. So yeah. Like, there was a couple of times like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And for me, the first one was like going to war. So, we, we, you know, we're going to put in the hard work to get the results. That's yeah. why I sort of went with the army sort of that's thing. That's sick. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. So, um, yeah, no, that's that's so awesome. I, I'm so glad that like it is working. And, and I think for you, Hardy, and especially like now that I sort of know that, you know, Matt was one of your students. <laughs> like, I think, you know, for you, still being in contact, seeing Matt develop, I guess that's a that's a really big win for you as, as I guess, putting your teacher hat on as well. Yeah, like, that's that's awesome. We played footy together, so, you know, A grade for three or four years ago. Oh, I, really? I came Mr. out of retirement. Really? Peachy <laughs> called him to fix Marsden. We called him to fix the... And I yeah, put him yeah. in a call to fix our Bob the builder idea. Yeah, so he he um, obviously came back from the America drama and could, was only allowed to play... For a, within a grade competition, which is like, say you're playing, yeah. I don't know who'd be uh, here, Winham. Yeah. Oh, Gold, Gold uh, I would be like playing for Normby. Normby. Aren't they in it? Yeah. Aspley, yeah, yeah. like yes, your local uh, comp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Div one. So I think it was June 30 was the cutoff. I think I signed up like maybe June 26. <laughs> and I went, oh, I was, I was so excited. Hey. Oh, man. It was awesome. Grand final. We lost the grand yeah. final by two. Well, they would have spent 150 grand on their team. The opposite, we probably spent 20 grand. I was playing it was for unbelievable. free. Hardy tried to melt the club for every dollar. <laughs> I played for free. It was unbelievable year though. It yeah, was well, really saw, good. Like I saw Scott Prince is playing for Valley yeah. Diehards now, man. Like that's, they're going good. Yeah, that's it's crazy how like I think that's so cool how having like a, a player of like his caliber sort of coming into yeah. like a local team as well. Like that, what that could do for that club, eh? Yeah. Oh, oh amazing things. I, I know that I'd love to get another year with Desi and. Just depends if he's keen to move to the Gold Coast. Ooh. Beaches. <laughs> Just bring back Mr. January. <laughs> the rig. I'll give you a look, man. Yeah, so man. I was just about to say, I just saw it. Hardy said, you'd sign in like that. I'm saying that's my, I'm the, you know, employer. Yeah. Search. Pick a category. So we'll go construction. Yeah, it's very, oh, um, it's very much user like, friendly. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's very like very clear as to how you can get everything in there and health and fitness. You get PTs and that. That's so you. So it's like I guess, I guess what people I guess need to know is it's not just tradies, is it? No, it's, no, it's all yeah, types of work. Hey. Yeah, it's got. Well, let's go. A couple. We've got construction, cleaning, office, like beauty, like makeup artists That's and that. Because awesome. heaps of those chicks, you know, they get. Say they run their own business, they get too many people, they need to put another girl on or something. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's got lots of stuff. So, say construction. I put a couple of the boys on here for an ad, so you'll see them come up. <laughs> Pick what <laughs> what day we want them, and they come up like that. So I hey. just put them in, you know, and you swipe through like Tinder. That's sick. So it's it's very similar to as as dumb as it sounds. It's like it's a little bit like Uber Eats. Like you put in what you want to eat, where your location yeah. is, bang, comes up with all these options, and then you just pick what you want based on. And it's even got their hourly rate there as well. Which yeah, is, that's is optional because awesome. I thought like if you're a worker and you don't want me calling you offering you twelve dollars an hour, you know, lowballing you. So um, that's optional to put down, and you get their phone number straight away because I thought you know if they're working tomorrow, the last thing I want to be doing is trying to send an email. They come and they're mm, not. Yeah. So you just call them, bang. So really, they could stay in contact after that and not lose their business. But I'm just hoping. Yeah, well, I guess you know, for you yourself, like business is great, but overall, you're trying to make a difference in someone's yeah. life. Like, yeah. and I think that's that's the best thing about this. Like, it's very much about you putting back and giving an opportunity for someone else yeah. to, I guess, you know, feed their family. Like, yeah. that's the biggest thing, man. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, hopefully it goes well. Eh? Yeah, we'll see how we go. I think, I man, I definitely reckon it will. It'll, it'll, it'll blow up. I'm keen because I like, you know, but once again, like. I think this is something that I wish more people would be talking about. You know what I mean? Like, like positive things that so many different players are doing, whether it's coaches, players, like mm. ex NRL players, like these things are so good. And like, you've got the ability there to literally change someone's life. Like, yeah. 
And I think that's that's the most powerful thing you can have. So I'm trying to rush in and get it out because at the moment, you know, lots of people losing their jobs and that. You can yeah. jump on there and, you know, you might not be a labourer, but if you can get 200 bucks for the day doing it, like, they'll jump on and do it. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's awesome. No, that, that's really, really cool. Um, Well, boys, I think we've been going for uh, close to an hour there, 43. I reckon we keep going. You want to keep going? Yeah, bro, ask some bloody controversial. Get some, Do you mind? Oh, <laughs> You've been stinging for it. Let's get into it. All right. No, no, no. I won't. I Did won't. you read the backstory? Hey. Did you read all the... Just, uh, just, look, put in the, just put in the headline um, skip to 43 <laughs> <laughs> nah but no I, I don't I don't really care about the situation I want to know about like more about you like coming back to you know when I first heard about you coming back obviously because I'm a Broncos supporter I hear that and then you know the parameters that you sort of had to come back on like what was it like coming Rick back and yeah what was it like coming back and the reception sort of i could imagine it was super mixed like i'm not huh? a sugar coat man i reckon i was probably the most hated player in the history of nrl and like big chance i'm still being there like me first get or the first every time i touch the ball in sydney you just get to be like boo yeah. <laughs> how but, yeah how did how did that sort of affect your yeah, see he thinks he's got pressure <laughs> yeah <laughs> try get, try get at least he can skip out and make a million bucks i know even um, when you're playing A grade, there was oh like, the A grade was one of the hardest because I used most to enjoy it. Yeah, which, which gave me a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> good, for, good for Mr. Fix it. A grade was hard because you know we're playing like bikies and everything, and you know Western I, Sydney, I, like it's yeah, it's, it's rough. rough man. From the day I got back from New York, if I had one tiny slip up, like I would never have made it back to the NRL. Like, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, whether yeah. there was a fight in A grade or you know it wasn't. And nothing. there was a lot, lot of people testing you. I remember you got oh, you got banned for three matches. Line. Yeah, I got banned for nothing. Like, it was, like just, it was just for nothing. Couldn't like, retaliate. Maybe to tackled him too hard. Someone would king at me, and yeah. I'd you know I couldn't hit him back. But I'd this is the scrutiny that people don't realise. Like, I think last week we were at Burley together, and it was everyone was looking at him like. As if to say, why are you out of the bubble? Like it was like everyone's yeah. just got a pit. Like everyone just buys into it. It's just yeah, there's so much energy on it. Man, it's... Back. Wayne was good for me. Like I don't think any other coach, kind of maybe one or two others, but you know if I didn't have him at the time, like I probably wouldn't have got back because he was just so strong on like he's playing, he's here. Yeah, I've heard some amazing things about Wayne through Desi, through just other players as well. Like you know, I think that's to, to have him sort of have your back and like. Yeah. Some good players too. Josh McGuire, I'm still tight with him. He, you know, he was just like, you know, you're in the team, like, look after you and that. And yeah, it was good. Like, I came to the best club for that because Wayne looked after me, the players looked after me. Like, at one point in the preseason leading into when I was going to play my first game, like, there was cameras on the on the training field, like, following me. I had to leave training. And Fuck, man. It's like, hectic, eh? yeah. And I threw the intercept in my first game. <laughs> <laughs> But can like, we put that highlight clip in there? Oh, can we get it? <laughs> yeah, uh, Milf was running the wrong line there. And running a sweet line outside the centre. Oh, man. Like, but I think the fact the Broncos stuck by him. Man, like, that's awesome. They're going to come through this tough period. And I think yeah. like people look back and they'll they'll probably win a premiership in the next five years. And they'll go, you know what? It's going to take some time. The tough time yeah. got us to where we're going to get to. Yeah, I think they had it so good for so long. I don't think they had that. Like my mate's a night supporter. And you can't... You can't bring that dude down because he went through the <laughs> years of, of like having Joey there and being amazing, then being garbage, then being good again. It's like salary caps even do that. Like yeah. when I look at those Bronx great teams, like they've got like 16 out of 17 international Australian mm. players. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like the whole, I remember like, that's why I sort of, sort of started watching so much origin because half our players were from Broncos and Cowboys, team. man. It was crazy, <sighs> man. Um, so when did you feel like everything sort of, I guess, I'm not going to say like the heat because I guess there's there was always heat on you no matter what you did. When did you feel like people did? Do you feel like people sort of got not over it, but sort of did, you know what I mean? Like it got you got yeah. out of the hole a little bit. I've always find like most people that you know forgive me or didn't care that much or they just treat me like a normal person now. They they're like the they just wouldn't be online writing stuff and that. They're just not yeah. that type of people. So you know I cop so much heat online on like insert like facebook forums and stuff yeah. like that and, or other teams but you know everything's going good in my life now and, yeah exactly you know, man so. like i think that's that's the best thing about it like and one thing that i think this whole as a whole like the whole cancel culture around everything is like the thing i hate about it is it doesn't give people a pathway to to change to get mm, better yeah. like and that's my that's going to be my focus like when i go 
you know, hopefully Peachy um, gives me the assistant coaching role. But <laughs> <laughs> when um, I like helping, like honestly, I always say it in my newspaper and that I don't, I don't really get much out of myself helping people that are going well, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I like helping those kids out. He's coming to Mars in a fair bit though. Yeah, that's yeah, had awesome. a bit of adversity or, you know, I think Western Sydney, trouble. Western Sydney and the Logan region are so similar. Yeah. yeah. Same upbringings. And, and I think I've got to move out there. I'm getting sick of the, <laughs> <laughs> the inner city. Oh, mate. You no, know I, yourself, how, many oh, good, how many good kids are there in tough situations? Yeah, oh, definitely, man. And I think, you know, we know it as best as, as anyone is that those kids are still good kids. Oh, like, they're, they're, I don't think, you know, and we have kids that do have terrible home lives or terrible backgrounds, but, you know, you it's our job is so much more important than just teaching them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our job is like, is to, to some of the kids I teach is like, I reckon I'm like more of a father figure than anything, mm. which is for me as a young bloke, like that's, that's quite scary. You yeah. know, like it's a lot of pressure and you know, that's, I feel like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a bad like home, like nothing, nothing like that. I get on with my parents very well now. I just like, love party a bit eh, when I was too young so, I remember Arsenal I used to see him out when I was like 15, 16 and that, that was when they were in their peak of going out so I used to see him everywhere in Sydney eh? yeah no but um, do you like you know I, I made a point today like obviously I, I didn't want to touch on it too much like I wanted to focus yeah on I don't care man I'm like fully yeah, accepted and, it now so I'm happy to and that's that. I think that's awesome to hear that's, it's awesome to hear that you, it's a time of your life where you're like you know that happened I can't change that I can't change what did happen I can't change the way people think about it but all I can change is the way the things that I'm doing and like yeah, set I think, me up pretty well in a way because you know since then I've you know I've got a good deal playing footy like got you know misses and two kids and like everything's gone upwards kind of since that event yeah. you know I was going down rock bottom whatever and then just hasn't been a backward step since then yeah like probably like the ultimate i guess resilience story man like you you've got more online like you know abuse and everything that more people that i I think could even understand or even comprehend and like you're still there like you know i'm doing this i'm still battling through i I don't care i'm gonna go through i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna be a better person and like man i think you've done an amazing job to deal with that i still remember texting you pre flying over and you were at Tigers yeah and I was like oh yeah well you were going to come train with me I was going to do it he was going to come train with me I was going to pull out of that trip and I remember the call when he was in the jail I was like what the hell because obviously you write every emotion when you're a teacher whether mm. your kid debuts or they sign up to the electrician apprenticeship yeah and then to hear one of them in jail was like holy hell like, especially a family friend as well yeah what um yeah feel free you know to shoot me down but what was it like you know when it first sort of happened and, and i know i'll never like go the full day to but like pretty much i was going to pull out of that trip i had a similar knee brace on and yeah. just just had surgery and that and then you know the night i think on the way over i had like eight sleeping pills on the plane we yeah. landed at five o'clock in the night i seen ice and like chico and all that yeah, chico yeah. coming out of users so i know them now but i seen them that night and like you know, talking to Chica after, he's like, mate, you're just like off your head kind of pretty much. Yeah. I didn't know. So I started having beers and then they mixed with the sleeping pills. Yeah, yeah. Went out two hours after we landed and then pretty much just woke up handcuffed. Fire From then, I don't think I had contact with home for two weeks because <coughs> American phone, yeah, American yeah. numbers, like I didn't know who to call, you know. Yeah. It took two weeks probably for me, old man to come over with some money and yeah man sold yeah. my house to pay all that stuff off and That's... like pretty much started again Shit. paid a, paid the debt like paid for bronx for free for probably the first couple of years and yeah. then now i'm pretty going all right man that's that's a crazy that's a crazy story that you're you playing there for you know playing without wage like i could only imagine the stress not only because like the stress of playing at that level is fucking crazy yeah. let alone playing for free man like in a way i just thought because i was, you know i was playing for free in a grade so i yeah. just i genuinely love playing like if i wasn't playing professional i'd be playing the what are you who we playing for crumlin crumlin eagles crumlin yeah. eagles so <laughs> <laughs> who we playing for again <laughs> Actually, we, we did speak about that though. Have another year once you're done. Oh, I have another year back at Saint. Roll, we'll the, roll the wheelchair. Oh, yes. When I'm done, but, you know, I go back to St. Pat's and Blacktown. Playing a dinner suit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's that's it's really cool, man. I'm, I'm so valuable, and I, I really hope people, not to plug myself here, but I hope people do listen and do understand that you're doing amazing things, man. You're like a lovely dude. And uh, I, I would just wish people would sort of do more research than just reading what the fuck the newspaper yeah, says. This goes man. for anything, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Anything you read on that, I just 
turn on the news now and it's just everything's so sad yeah it is man. Back, home, we, back home I used to always just put the news on for the sake mm. I, never, I, I haven't watched the, the news in like yeah, five years too. seriously just, COVID's done it to me man I just I, I had to turn off man. Donald was, Trump or yeah, America like, this person's odd and this I just, yeah. but I think it's a good yeah. story of resilience but also persistence like oh, definitely. knowing that people like are resenting you but just staying true to the core staying true to who you are learning from it and then obviously coming out the other side and being a better person for it yeah. probably lucky in a way that my personality type was kind of you know if he's what doesn't want me to go well and blah blah i'm kind of like you know i'm gonna kind of do it yeah I'm you know do rather anyway. than everyone's coming at you like, oh, I, well, I think yeah. the get work and the study has proven that obviously the footy's a bonus like he still would have done he, he yeah. would have done anything anyway like yeah. he still would have been successful yeah and, and, and that's the best thing about it is, is like like you said you know you've got that backing behind you now like when you say hey I've been through this I've been through fucking hell fire whatever I'm out the other side I've got my own business like you know you can do it you can come out of situations that are shit and mm. come out just as, as beneficial as you know if nothing went wrong and I think that's the best thing about you especially doing a lot of work with the kids as well saying that you yeah. know it is possible done a few other talks for them help them out but we'll end up certainly summing up yeah a bit later when you know have a little bit more time in footy and then set something up where i can help those kids whether you know it's juvenile detention centers or this and that yeah you know that's probably what i'd be focused on have you ever had to visit a kid that you taught in jail um no but i've taught a couple that i know are there at the moment like i taught i won't go into detail but i've caught i taught a couple that have gone come out gone back in again it's They're uh, never really as bad guys. Like, no, no, I, I remember. Yeah, I, I've, I've visited a couple, and they're like they're doing amazing now. They've got families and whatnot. So, yeah. like for anyone that is listening, that there is always a way to get through it and yeah, come out the other side. Man. And there's a there's a path to recovery. That's the thing that I I just wish people would understand. Like you know, there is a path to getting back on track. And you know, I hate the fact that when people work so hard to make them like make it better one bad news article can bring them straight back and take away all that hard work and and I think that's, a, that's the thing that I see obviously I got to see firsthand with Seabold like he is a freakish coach Yeah, he's amazing he's a great person but no one will ever know that you know what I mean just because of what's yeah, written man. And like, but he's going to be back I've got no doubt he'll be coaching somewhere yeah Definitely. I hope I hope. I do hope trying to get that. an assistant role there <laughs> 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 no but he, he is a good coach <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and I do hope, like, I always hope that, you know, there is a there is a way that people can get out and tell their story that's not, like, fucking a current affair where they're like, duh, 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 duh. So like there's yeah. no point, like, besides doing these, there's no real point because even if you, you always do a good one and then you, you go it watch flipped. it and it's just cutting that. That's yeah. what I hate, man. Like, the best thing about it, about these things, is, like, there's no editing. From start to finish, there's no cutting, man. Yeah. It's just you get raw, whatever comes out, exactly. like, and you've got an hour to explain yourself. You don't have to be, like, you know... One thing I always talk about, when it, whether it be with like a, a rugby player or a soccer player, whatever, you get two minutes at the end of a game to explain why your team lost <laughs> whilst you're fucking gassed. <laughs> like, you're, you know I'm what I mean? Like, I never do it well every oh. time I get sent to the press conference. I don't know what I'm But how many times do you see it where it's like it's just your cliched, they're just answering it like. It's never truly what they believe. No, it's just, and you know, the club will probably be like, hey, mate, don't say this, don't say the rest of shit, don't say this player was a dickhead. Like that. And in your head, you're just like, what? I do want to say that that was a shit guy. I do want to fight. Like, the worst thing I've seen is like when people like, especially in the NBA, when like LeBron sits down at a table, he's just lost. And then they ask him, like, oh, do you think like you're going to do this outside? And he's just like, man, I'm here to talk about fucking basketball. <laughs> and you're asking me about this. I've just played. Yeah. Like, Give me a fucking We said that the other day, Robinson. He's like, we've been going, this press conference has been going for 9 minutes 30 and you haven't asked about tomorrow's game. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone's so caught up about, like, I need to make the story that's going to get the front love page. It. And, People yeah. love it. It's a bit sad in a way. It, re- it really is, man, because the the diehard fans, that's we want to hear about, like, you know, with like I'm a massive UFC fan. I know you're, like, do a lot yeah. of training with, like, jiu-jitsu. Do you still do, like, jiu-jitsu stuff? Yeah, I was or? doing it with their coach when in Sydney, but... yeah. It's been so hard to do anything since yeah, COVID. Man, you can't, can't get Did you ever do with Ty? What's that? You Bam Bam? See, yeah, I've done a little I bit coach, of training. I coach Bam Bam. Really? Well, my brother oh, was man. a head coach. I helped him out, man. Threw me around. He would have yeah. been. If he Dude, wanted. that is terrifying that yeah, he threw you around. Because you're giant. That's what <laughs> I was trying to say to the boys in training. Like, I'm, in footy terms, I'd be a good wrestler at our team. And for, then I'll go in with him. Yeah. And like he's throwing me. For all the UFC fans, though, like he would have played NRL. 
Yeah. If you stuck at it. Yeah. He was 10 meters out, literally unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, man, I could imagine because he's half, a giant. Half he's indigenous, fast, yeah. half Samoan, like the perfect Good concoction. Pedigree. Yeah. Unbelievable. Man, that's, yeah, because I, I love, like, I'm a fucking, like, you asked Dez, man. I, I think I'm the reason why Dez wins his his UFC bets. Because I'm just like, yeah. You sent me some ulties after doing this. <laughs> yeah. But, like, because I mean, he's a great person, too. Yeah. But he, I think you, what you see is what you get with him. All these yeah, social I love media. That, and that. Like, I love what you see. Is what you yeah, man. Well, that's why I love. Um, Wish I, they could come out and footy and just be like, Dude, and I had, you know, on the Ice podcast, I was like, said to him, I was like, why can't footy players be like wrestlers? Where they just come out, they talk fucking mad shit, they could do, like, I know... It probably wouldn't work in the way like it wouldn't work because you'd play week to week. Yeah, exactly. Bam, 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 get the ball and make a break, and he'd be able to run the length. He's fast. Seriously, he's fast. You can tell when he fights. Eh? Well, man, I saw Papali's top speed. Could you imagine that? Like, you've probably had that happen to you where he speed, runs. Speed, no, yeah. none of it. <laughs> no, but what I mean, like, you, you might have had to tackle him at one point yeah. or something. But did you? Ever could you him? imagine? That say, yeah. speed and that size, like what? See, Bam Bam was. Oh, He's older than me. He was so good to watch. Yeah. And he was a crowd pleaser. Yeah. But I think for him it was like, that was his UFC fighting with his passion. And look yeah. at him now, like he's. That's unreal. On the man. world stage. Yeah, because I saw you did you did some training with Rob Whitaker as well. Yeah, like, they just yeah. took a sit and look after and show some how, basic um, stuff. Yeah, that. how's like how was training with those yeah, guys? Those guys train so hard. It's not funny. Like the trainer as well, Alex. Like he's his corner man now. He goes. You know, coming at nine o'clock. Like I planned a lunch at one o'clock. This is in Sydney. Just thinking, you know, we'll roll around for an hour or two. You know, like it's getting on twelve thirty. We're still they're still rolling, still training. I'm like, man, there's been this five hours. They just flog themselves. <laughs> they would have took, to, took you to some dark places. Though. Yeah, their work ethic is so good. Like, yeah, and they go every day. I think you know when Rob had his spell, he was training like before that seven days a week for eight eight years. That's like, insane, man. You hear some of their fight camps. Some of their oh. fight camps are just. Brutal. What about a good example of BMM though? The side hustles. Drink West, is it? Yeah, that's good. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's right. He does the um the beer. The, the beer. Yeah. That's so From sick. The, shoeys. the shoeys. I love yeah, how good dude that that <laughs> fucked a lot of American people up seeing shoeys. Like they were like, what is this dude <laughs> doing? I, I didn't know that. Nothing against fan band, but I don't know. I didn't know about the spit in the shoey. Like, I'm all for the shoey. Like, I'm all for the shoey. Mate, he doesn't say no. He doesn't discriminate either. against the old shoes either. It, it, it's yeah, a, man, it's, it's any shoe. It's dirty shoes. Yeah. Well, I, I personally think a shoey must be done out of dodgy shoes. You don't want to see boot, a boot. Yeah, a boot it's specifically, man. I've actually got a couple like my shoeys. boots. I just my tempo's just like completely ruined like last week. But I keep one of them yeah. just for end of season trip to do shoeys out of. You yeah. have to do it. The other, the other good example of someone who would have played NRL and now took a different route was Jaquil. Yeah. So he's seven zero. He's called. Okay. He just released a song with um, JMs from One Four. Oh shit. Yeah. So like he's like he was on the path and he's probably he, the he, best junior player I've ever seen. Ridiculous yeah. footballer. Oh really? And he chose singing and now he's he's taken this long but he's cracked it now he's obviously. That's unreal, man. I love I love hearing stories like that. Like, and I think that's you know coming full circle like. The, I think the kids need to realize, especially with from a young age, that you can be good at multiple things. Yeah. Like it, just because you're good at footy doesn't mean that that's you forever. Like there are so many, even like for example, like Mundine to go like old school, old school. Like it's crazy to think that he was just like, I don't really want to play. Like I don't, you know, I'm not really big on how good he was or whatever. Yeah. But to go like, yeah, I'm good at that, but watch me do this. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I think I was, like, I was with the year year eight class the other day, and I wrote on on the board my. My rap rugby, rugby league team. Yeah. So so far it's got, uh, I've got at lock I've got Hooligan Hess. Yeah. So I coached and taught him. That's se- seven that's o- crazy. Seven yeah. o up front. Jaquil for Mayano. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll tag all the boys in it. Um, the other front row will be Marvs. Yeah. I'll, I'll, t- I'll show you some of his work. In the centres, Junior for now. Yeah. No money enterprise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Handy team. Yeah. That's a fucking <laughs> half decent team. <laughs> yeah, anyone else? Yeah. Fine no, we're still going to fill it. I'll sit that up and we'll post on Instagram. No, well, my, no, Hardigan's, Hardigan's well, starting team. Well, my talk was to the boys, who's next? Like, I need a half. Who's who's going to be the next rapper in this class? Uh, that, that's Joel sick, dude. Spins a few. Man, just throw Mark Banner in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Hooligan Hesh. Any white guys? Any white guys? Nah. Matt Lodge come up on the rap scene. How much is Hooligan Hesh killing it? He's killing it. Unbelievable. That's cool. what, I didn't realise when, like, when, yeah, when I was in like year eleven or something, I remember I like I was a frequent flyer in the lunchtime detentions and he was always there every time. <laughs> right? Year seven, just this year seven kid just sitting sitting in there every day. Hey mate, good to see you again. Yeah. 
There's something about like in the detention room, like Mitch Askew and I always bond over when we were in RTC together back at our old school, yeah. and like like you'd see the same people in there, like you'd rock in, you'd be like, "Yeah, oh, good day, boys." Like you know what I mean? Like Hardy used to send me there. Oh, really? I never, I never, got, I never got one detention, mate. Clean. You're clean as. I didn't, I didn't get many. I was always a smart, cheeky kid. Like I'd always throw my mates under the bus first. Like I'd always be the one that never got caught. Whereas, like, some of my mates, I remember one of my mates, Luke, like, literally would always get fucking done every single time. Man. I was yeah. good, man. I either really liked the teacher or we just didn't get along. There was just no, you know? Yeah, I think um, I, had a, I had a couple. It's amazing when you think about, like, you think back to those teachers. Like, I guess you're lucky you're still with Matt, like, hanging around and, and working with each other. But I, I've got so many teachers that I'm like, man, like, that, that dude, like inspired me in, in one end mm. or even in like some of the things I do as a teacher I'm like I do that because Mr. So-and-so did that or who would have been yours when's the first kid Rob, gonna, Robbie, when's Robbie the, Bengal yeah, he was legend when's the first kid gonna graduate and you do a shoey with him oh man <laughs> dude there has been there has been some times where I, like I've been out I've you seen a kid and I'm just like just fucking leg it I was like nah can't do that I think uh, a couple boys that graduated two years ago I saw them at the Vic once mm. they were like yeah sir and I was like yeah see ya <laughs> I had to go that's what's good for me they live on the Gold Coast that's, you don't see him that's like, that's like a new set though it's great no I want to see him but yeah. it's just you don't want to you don't want to see them when you're like not in teacher yeah. mode you know it's, it's one of those things eh? anything yeah. else bro you need to get off your Nah, mate. Nah, I, I don't like. I said, man. I, I, I don't. I don't care. Like, I just want to know about you know how you came through it. I don't want to know about the details. I think everyone. Yeah, I think um, next year, right? Yeah, I think that the, the best thing is, man, is is like things are changing. Things are getting better, and like the work you've done is is crazy. So, like, you know, I think for you, man, is it, it's just awesome. Like to see someone come from where you came from to where you are now, and like the amount of shit that was said, the amount of whatever, and, like, to see you, like, I saw you, like, met you just before, like, big smile on your face, ready to go, ready to, it's it's so, it's refreshing, man, it's, it's awesome, so, that's a testament to your personality as well. We can get back on the field next year and do me, do me real job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, boys, well, uh, I think we've done over an hour, and then uh, everyone sort of got their fix of Matt Lodge's take on, on everything that went down, but, um, been a pleasure yeah no boys i i really appreciate you coming on and and i'm glad you guys did come on i'm excited and i hope to get you know another one man i'd I'd love to get more footy players doing cool stuff on like i think it's it's great to see to shed light on non-footy guys you get a combo for talking oh dude i'm like that that with football like soccer i just sometimes i'm like i can't i just want to talk about something different talking about the personal brands would be sick like there's so many of those guys there who haven't yet started, but I've got the power. If oh, mate, right. your mate who's living it up in Dubai. What's his? Who's <laughs> that guy? What's his name? Sam. Yeah, man, he's a he animal. The man. Like he is, he's all over business. Yeah. Like that's great. Like, yeah. but so um, I got his brother to Mars, and that's where we linked. Oh, up. really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's one of those dudes who just works his ass off, man. Which is from what I see on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, boys, where can we find Hardigan? We'll start with you. Where can we find all your so jump stuff? on uh, Instagram at three p underscore underscore performance. And obviously also on Facebook. And then um, we start October 12. October so 12. we'll have some footage and videos and Sweet stuff be coming through. Send me through all the stuff yep. and I'll, I'll post it. And uh, Matt, when does yours sort of take off? So the next few weeks, man, jump on the app store and download there. It get is. work. Excellent. Get, get work. work. I'll get you some work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the name. It's just like, bang. Hey, what's, what do you do? I just get work. Need work? Yeah, yes. awesome. No, that's that's awesome, boys. Thanks so much for coming on. Guys, that's the Inner City Hammock Podcast. Everything from footy to business to whatever else comes up. Uh, if you like the stuff, go subscribe. Go uh, follow. Leave a lovely uh, review. Or don't. It's up to you. But give me five stars because that's where it's at. Uh, cheers, boys. Thanks so much. Cheers. Yeah, excellent.